Good morning, everybody. We hope you're doing great on this surprisingly sunny Wednesday morning inside of the great town of Lake Orion, Michigan. We welcome you back inside of the radio room at Lake Orion High School as today we give you another classic episode of Cheap Seats, which, you don't, if, which if you don't know by now is the podcast created and produced by the students of the television production workshop class inside of the prestigious Dragon Broadcasting Program. My name is Benjamin Shadle, and I am very glad to be joined today by my partners. First off, my co-host on my right, Zach Hayes on the audio board. And then on the other side of the glass, we have Aiden Novak and Tyler Clausen. Thank you guys for waking up early today and deciding to join us on this late start Wednesday morning. Boys, how are we doing today? I'm exhausted. I'm not going to lie. You're tired. I'm Absolutely tired. just done. So tired. You guys are always tired on Wednesday mornings. You've got to wake up. Have a little bit of urgency here. Come on, I'm not ben, a you just person. slammed a monster speedway coffee. Yeah. Okay. I'm ready, man. I'm ready to go. I, I can I tell. I got 6:30, man. You. Let's go. Come on now. What do you Why think? Why were you up at 6:30? I insane. got stuff to do, places to be. Come he, on now. He has You're nothing insane. to do and nowhere to be. <laughs> this is where you have to be. I got up at <laughs> yep. 7:40. Yep. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I got I got places to be, stuff to do. Anyways, uh, what? No, oh my God! You gotta be kidding me! I was gonna honor you and everything. Uh, it's not that big of a deal. You already, you already <laughs> just opened the crack. You already did the crack, the honorary crack. Oh my God! Anyways, Zach, if, before you give us a sip, you just took a sip. Anyways, before you give us a sip, Zach, will you give us a little bit of rundown on the uh, the energy drink that we are dealing with today? Uh, coconut Red Bull. Not much else to it, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Uh, is it? Is it good, Zach? It is fantastic. Not sponsored. Um, wow, Coconut Red Bull. I don't mm. know if I've ever seen that before. You have you have a bunch of those, don't you, in your car? Like uh, I did buy them in mass yesterday. I got three of these and then two of the white monsters There as you well. go, Zach. Good for you, buddy. Anyways, uh, we're going to get into the actual episode here today. We're going to talk about a lot of different topics. First off, give a little rundown, give a little, give a little overview on a current event happening at LOHS this morning. It is one of the three signing days that she, this year. It is the winter one in February, and a bunch of LO athletes are signing uh, their letters of intent to go play at the next level. I believe some of the names are Tyler Ratliff uh, going to uh, Hope College, big boy T-Rat. We love you, T-Rat. Tyler, Tyler loves that. Yeah, there you go, there you go Tyler. Big T-Rat. What man. do you think about T-Rat going to Hope? Um, good, good for him. That's about <laughs> that's it. What about you, Zach? Yeah, our, our good buddy T. Rat. Uh, it was a solid King pick. Ty. I could tell that he wanted to go there. He was deciding between that and Finley. He could mm-hmm. definitely, he would definitely would wanted to go to Hope. He just needed to make it official. That makes sense. Anyways, you also have uh, Ken Graffenried signing today. Billy Roberson, both those guys going to Howard University to play D one level football. Um, excuse me. Dom Novak, I'm not sure if he's signing today, but he just recently announced he's committed to go play for the USMMA, the Marines Academy, I believe it is. So a lot of players on Elo's football team this year, Elo's historic football team, are going on to play at the next level. That speaks volume on the amount of talent that the Dragons had on the football field this season. (laughs) Tyler, (laughs) what are you laughing about, buddy? Just the the talent. The talent. One Ben Shadle. Oh come on now, buddy! I was, pra- I was I was a practice dummy. Player on the field. I was a practice dummy getting hit every day. Actually, I wasn't even getting hit. I was on you the sideline. You were right in the bench. I was right in the bench. First string bench warmer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the sideline crew, man! That was those were legendary times. Oh, I honestly, I kind of miss it. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of miss going out there for two hours a day, sitting on the football field. Then you walked in the next, the following Monday, oh, I know. I and you then. didn't stop complaining. About how cold it was. Well, it was cold. Yeah, of course I was complaining about how cold it was, but I had a blast this year on the sidelines. I know it sounds so sad, but 
When you, I mean, you got to make something out of nothing. You know what I mean? You got to have fun. You got. <laughs> you uh, you okay there, buddy? We stretching? Dude, just what? Keep gotta wake up. Come on. Oh, we're putting, we're putting the, the glasses on the hat. Okay. Okay. Got cool guy over here to my right. Here we go. Yeah. Miss Hayes. I literally just stretched. I don't know what you're on about. <laughs> can we move on, please? <laughs> we can, I we can would love on. to. We can move on. But our host likes to <laughs> get hung up on the smallest of incidents. Oh, I know. I've been doing this for months now. Novak, Novak, I'm, I'm going to let you go here because I'm... I'm I'm sure you have some choice opinions about this next matter. Um, with Jim Harbaugh leaving the football team, you know, a lot of his former coaches move on to the NFL, whether it's to Baltimore, whether it's to uh, Los Angeles with the Chargers. Heck, whether it's to Seattle where Jay Harbaugh went to, uh, to you know, be in the Seahawks organization. You know, you're seeing a lot of uh, the old members of Michigan's coaching staff leave to go to the NFL level. Ben Herbert in my opinion, the best strength and conditioning coach in the country at the college level. He's gone. You know, you have your um, you have your special teams coordinator gone, defense coordinator gone. The only real big member of your team that you retained is your offensive coordinator, who is now your head, head coach, coach. Sheryl Moore. Yeah, Novak, I'm going to let you start off with this. How does that impact Michigan's future? Oh, it impacts it a lot. I'll tell you that, mm-hmm. especially in the immediate future. This next season, I have very low expectations for Michigan. Good. Like, I expect maybe eight, nine wins at best for Michigan. Like, yeah. I'm not expecting a whole lot from Tyler, Michigan. we're expecting them to go 12-0 and 0 again? No. Repeat I, as I, national I, champions? I'm thinking Alex Orgy in the end zone? Yeah. Uh, I'm saying 9-3. Yeah. and 9-3. Making the playoffs or no? I think they'd have no. to go ten and two to make the playoffs. If they go nine and three and beat Ohio State, I think they got. They're a not going to beat Ohio State. That's no the back. thing, though. They're not beating. They're Ohio not going to beat Ohio State. Here, I'm just saying. Yeah. Here's my thing. Originally, I had Michigan making the college football playoffs at nine and three this year. After a bunch of their, you know, coaching staff being completely changed, realistically, I have them just missing out the playoffs. I'm I'm thinking eight and four ish, because you have a couple of games right: Texas, Ohio State, Oregon. Those are the games you're going to lose. Right? Yep. Yes. I'm going to throw at least one more in there, whether it's a surprise game in terms of USC, whether it's a surprise game in some Big Ten team. I'm not saying Michigan is supposed to lose those games because obviously everybody knows they're not, right? But it's called an upset for a reason. And when you have a first-year quarterback with a completely new major coaching staff surrounding him, I don't know. It's it's kind of skeptical for me, at least. I don't think the defense is going to be that good, as good as they were last or Still last year. Be obviously, a really good defense. yeah, hundred percent. The talent is there. The talent is there, though. Now the question is: Was it Jesse Minner last year with this defensive schemes, or was it just the raw talent of everybody? You know, they have a lot of players coming back. We've talked about this before, Tyler. We're, we're getting – it's like we're almost a broken record. You know what I mean? you got Will Johnson. Their entire D-line's coming back. Oh, yeah. You have a bunch of linebackers in that core. Rod um, Moore. He's a big one. There you go. Yeah, Rod Moore. Page. Mm-hmm. You can have a lot yeah. of talent, a lot of really good talent, but if you when you make that many changes – in like yeah. one off season, it's you're not going to be as good as you are the previous season. No, it's right. just not going to happen. We're not mm-hmm. going to be as good as the previous season, but you don't think so? No, I think I think, <laughs> I think it's hard to be much better than the best. Band. It's hard to have every le- ref in college football love your team so much that they win okay. the games for you. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. The refs yep. have made it no, not forty nine to joking. zero. Ben, I'm joking. No. Okay. So you notice how I didn't say Michigan State in that upset list. Because I'm hoping we get five wins this year. I'm not even lying. Like, Aiden Child's good quarterback, I guess. Haven't seen that much film on him, He's if any at all. Like 
three games, I think. Yeah, like, but he's done really well in those three games, Tyler. Yeah, this is, I mean, against what competition? <laughs> against like, like Oregon, when you guys Washington, are up by sixty you know, in the, the Pat third quarter, then yeah, he the probably Pat plays pretty good. The, the games that he played in, I'm not sure. Probably, I, I don't know. I have either. no clue. I'm not going to say off the top of my head because I'm probably wrong. But yeah, the Pac-12 was one of the best conferences looked. in the entire nation last yeah, year, if not the best conference. And then I announced that. Oregon State probably got blown out last year by Oregon and Washington, one of those two. So we might have subbed in one of those games and balled out. I don't yeah. know. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, be skeptical yeah. with that. I have no clue, realistically. Um, so with that being said, you know, Michigan has a new quarterback this year. Donovan Edwards comes in, bringing a bunch of experience back. He's going to be very, very good. Colston Loveland, you got your tight end coming back. Mm-hmm. What, wide, what wide receivers do they have coming back, Tyler? I mean, I thought that most of them were gone. You have uh, CJ gone. Pretty much. Uh, Roman's gone. Um, Who else am I missing? Um, Darius Clemens transferred. Clemens, so that's yeah, another. Why? I don't know. I guess he, he wasn't playing, even though he, he was wasn't probably, playing. But he's going to. He was going to start next year. year. He's going to be like wide receiver so. one. Yeah. And then Tyler Morris is uh, solid. He, he's he had, um, is, is Samaj going to get um, Samaj is back? Going to get more reps? Should oh for you sure. Know, he's a true freshman last year. Send so. him deep. The five foot four freshman. Send him deep. Uh, it happen. Don't diss him. Tyler Morris will be back. He um he had that big touchdown in the Alabama game. Yeah. Um. That's really it. That which, which big touchdown? There were multiple. There was a 47 yard touchdown. Mm. Like yeah, he's like he coming ran down like the a, a slant yeah. route and just yeah, took up the sideline. I remember that. I remember that. Yep. Well, but other than that, for wide receivers, not much. No. Yeah. No. I mean, this will be a really big season because, you know, you have Sharon Moore. Um, a lot of people have come out and said a lot of things about Sharon Moore. And realistically, on the high end, right, the best possible case scenario for Michigan fans is that number one, the best part about this dude is he's bringing in culture still, right? He's a player's coach. He has the respected mm-hmm. locker room already. The best case scenario is that Sharon Moore is going to replicate his coaching status from last year, and you have a possible dynasty on your hands, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Worst-case scenario, his lack of experience as a head coach is going to lead that program to be derailed. I, I don't know. It's 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 one of those coaching moves that has a very wide margin of error. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, great possibility, but also great risk in terms of program can go downhill really, really fast. Anyways, let's switch over to Michigan State a little bit. I know – we didn't talk about it. We were going to say that. I'm going to go over this for like le- like less than two minutes. Um, you know, you have a completely new staff. Jonathan Smith's in there. It's going to be interesting to see. Um, am I expecting anything next year? No. I know Michigan State fan is, and if they are, they're not from East Lansing. Lucky to make a bowl um, game. I, that's what I'm saying. I'm very lucky to make a bowl game. Didn't know you for, were from East Lansing, Ben. Oh, no, I'm not from East Lansing. Did I say that? That's my fault. My apologies. Good You're still from a green and white town, I guess. I am from a green and white town. So any Michigan fans, it's from uh, Lake Orion. I don't want you. We don't. We don't go to Oxford or anything. Just stay here, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know what we should do with ourselves. I don't know. I don't. I don't really know. Um, no, but it's going to be interesting because Michigan State wanted to go out and hire a guy that's outside of the program. Respect. They wanted to go out and hire an offensive-minded coach that is very, very strong in the offensive side of the game of football. Respect. You know. Jonathan Smith brought over a majority of his staff from offensive line coaches to offensive coordinators, made a really, really underrated move in hiring Joe, Joe Rose or John, excuse me, Joe Rossi from Minnesota, the defense coordinator there. He is a very, very underrated guy. He had Minnesota, 
who was not really that good. We all know Minnesota. They're not that good. Right? Yeah. Minnesota, he had that defense in the top 20 in the nation for the past two to three seasons. That speaks some volumes, at least, right? Mm-hmm. So he has a bunch of coaches coming over. Um, Aiden Childs is here. I'm not really looking at the defense side of the ball this season because that can come along. I'm just what, – what do we got, Tyler? Defense is not going to be good. No, not at all. Um, I mean, you got a couple bright spots, right? Jordan Hall, linebacker. You probably don't know any of these guys. You, you I have heard of Jordan Hall. You have heard of Jordan okay. Hall. He, he was in the portal for a little bit, was he not? Mm-hmm. And then he came back? No, yeah. that's – we've had a lot Who of players that? like that. Uh, Simeon Barrow was like that. Derek Harmon was like that. Right. Um, a bunch of different players. But Jordan Hall was a freshman All-American this year. Excuse me. You have uh, Derek Harmon, uh, Simeon Barrow down low in the D-line. Those two guys are going to be anchors. They're going to be very, very good. I'd say probably, I don't want to say top 30 because that sounds really, really sad, but I'd say they're probably top seven D linemen in like in the Big Ten, if that says anything. That's Big not ten, bad. Big Pretty Ten good. is you know known for the trenches, and if you're a good interior defense lineman or offensive lineman in the Big Ten, that speaks volumes. You know what I mean? Sure. So um, with that being said, I think Halliday's gone, which sucks. Um, he was a beast this pa- these past couple I years. Li- I actually liked him. Yeah, he was a he was a very cool dude. Uh, you're gonna have a bunch of safeties coming back from uh, Malik Spencer to Dylan Tatum. I watched Dylan Tatum play at the high school level. Those guys played okay last year. They were freshmen. What do you expect, right? Um, but for for me, what it's gonna be this year is it's gonna be. You know, what's going to happen on the offense side of the ball? Because realistically, MSU offensively, besides that 2021 season when it was just Kenneth Walker, you haven't had any major offensive success since, what, 2015, 2014 when MSU went to the Rose Bowl? I can't think of anything. 2015 was their playoff year. So. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, when you're when you're looking at this, when, looking at this Michigan State team, I like to call it a rinse and repeat pattern from their quarterback. You bring in... <laughs> you bring in a quarterback who is a three-star, right? A crappy white quarterback that comes in. <laughs> Whoa. And, Whoa. Hey, I, 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 listen, it's the truth, all right? When was the last time Michigan State – whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, oh, my God. Whoa, what were we – Nothing. We I'm just okay. saying. Okay, what are we I'm getting at? When was the last nothing. time Michigan State what? Finish, finish your sentence, please. When was the last time Michigan State what? They had a dominant offense and a good quarterback. I can't even remember. Like okay. the last time, the last time they had one right. probably was what Connor Cook. Connor maybe? Cook. Connor, Connor Cook, Cook. Her cousins are names. Anyways, back to my point. It seems like Michigan State has this rinse and repeat pattern at the quarterback position, where they have a guy come in. Right? There's no film on him whatsoever. He looks like a top three, top five quarterback in the Big Ten. Right? You have names like Brian Lewerke, Rocky Lombardi at their points in the prime of their careers because nobody knew what type of skill set they had, how to defend them. Right? I mean, you, you put them in Michigan State's offense with wide receivers like Jaden Reed, Jalen Naylor. They're going to get the job done, okay? You have so good wide receivers this year? Not no not idea. this year. No, yeah, okay. no, not this so. year. Um, But it's, it's you know, for a season, they're looking pretty good, or half a season, I should say. And then they come out in one of the games after a team has a bunch of film on them, knows exactly how to defend them, throw three interceptions, get benched, put the backup quarterback in there. He balls out for three or four games because nobody has any film on him, does the same thing, rinse and repeat. You know, we got Brian Lewerke, uh, Rocky Lombardi. You know, we've seen uh, Peyton Thorne do this, Noah Kim now. I mean, and it's all been centered around the fact that Michigan State hasn't had a mobile quarterback in so long. Aiden Childs brings that mobility that you really need to, you know, do something with in the Big Ten, right? We saw a little bit of J.J. McCarthy doing that. We've seen Alex Orgy doing that 
every time he gets the ball, right? <laughs> you know, he's pretty good at sure. passing five yards down the field, but what you really have out of him is a guy who can scramble and run option plays. If That's you, what you have. If you look at, like, his spring game film, he can throw the deep ball pretty good. Whoa, the spring game, Tyler. Wow. It's, I didn't know we're bringing out the spring game stats. Better than nothing, Ben. Better than nothing. So those five-yard screen plays when the wide receivers take it 60 yards down the field. Excuse that goes, you. He said he could – he specifically said he can throw the deep ball. If he you can throw the listening. deep ball. He can. He's really? got a cannon for an arm. He can throw the ball. Yeah, but he's like Joe Milton in terms of what I saw last season. Now, if he goes out hey. in the offseason and works with Sharon Moore and, and balls out, whatever, right? And he, he's more he's accurate got, with that deep he's ball. He's got potential. He's, he's got potential. You 100%. can't say that he's like Joe Milton yet. You 100% I can no, say he's No, you like cannot. You he can, can run the ball. He can throw it deep, but he can't throw it accurately. That's what I saw last year. How many, times? Times? How many times did you see him throw, throw the ball, ball last year? Yeah. I saw him throw the ball a couple times. I don't know. A couple exact, times. I don't, I don't Joe know Milton exactly. was the main quarterback in that COVID season, but and he, he threw the ball a bunch. And yeah, he couldn't throw the ball accurately. Yeah, but at the same or time, he's throwing it maybe ten times all season. Yeah, but that's what I've seen. That's what I can judge it on. Well, you know you what know I mean? I'm not saying that I've seen a hundred percent of this guy's game, but from what I've seen, he's turned out to be, at least from last year, a Joe Milton like type guy. Right? I'll, I'll prove that accuracy. Okay. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. We'll see. I don't know. I can't. I can't really say anything. I mean, realistically, you shouldn't have to worry about it. Ben, though, you want to know how many season. times he Go threw ahead. the ball last year? Go ahead. Yeah. There's no way. Are you serious? I'm looking at the stats right now. Zero attempts. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe I'm thinking of he two j- years ago. He dropped back to pass a couple times. The, he but dropped back and he then ran. he scrambled. Really? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I'm wrong then. The year before, he had one completion. Maybe thinking six of, yards. Maybe I am thinking of spring game. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why you're watching the Michigan spring game, Ben. Because why? Do you think I'd rather watch my team spring game? We don't. You want? You want to know what Michigan State nope. has for a spring game? It's not a scrimmage. It is a Spartan showcase. Oh, whatever. Yeah, there we go. That's interesting to watch. Jesus. Anyways, um, I don't know. It's it's good. like I said. If if Michigan wants to move the ball this year, they can't rely on Orgy in terms of throwing the ball. Just run that two QB system. Exactly. Jaden Denegal could exactly. be their other like throwing QB. Yeah. And Orgy could still be in the same curveball role that he's yeah. been in all season. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it's gonna be challenging. It's gonna be interesting. For Michigan State, like I said, I want to see some offensive production. The defense will take care of itself. It's good enough this year in order to, you know, limit some possessions from the opposing team offensively. Um I don't know. Just go out there and contend with teams. That's all that's all I really care about. I'm not expecting you to win. Throw some competition in there that Spartan fans will enjoy. Anyways, let's get over now a little bit to Zach. <laughs> Zach, oh, I like thought he was so sleeping. He's sleeping over here. <laughs> Are you okay there, buddy? I'm fantastic. <laughs> it's because we weren't talking about his Ohio State Buckeyes. Oh All right. Zach doesn't keep up with the off-season drama. Were you seriously out there? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Oh How long God. were you off for? A couple minutes, I think. What was the last? What was the last you remember? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know, we were going to go to a little bit of college basketball. We'll do that later, though. I want to get Zach involved here. I want to get Zach up and moving and awake. Zach, let's talk about uh, starting opening day lineup predictions for your Detroit Tigers. What? Give me something. Uh, that's off topic. I don't care. I want I want Zach to. Man, I don't know. I don't what do you know mean you don't know? This is right now. Javi Baez batting leadoff going over want, four with four Ks. Zach, do you want me to talk about Lewis Hamilton going to Ferrari? Would that, would that win you up and keep you interested? Uh, that's quite the interesting move. <laughs> but I know I know nobody else watches or cares about <laughs> racing. I've never even heard of this guy. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, you have. I will say the clash at Daytona from NASCAR is that Daytona oh for the clash this week. I do. What? If I'm not mistaken. What is that? 
Does anybody know what that is? No. I'm it's, sorry. Oh, it's okay. I'm sorry, Zach. All right, give me your Tigers starting opening I, day I lineup. I can't remember. Dude, it's been so long since I looked at the whole All right, go long. to Tyler. Tyler, give me your starting opening day lineup predictions for the Detroit Tigers. All right. Oh, okay. Uh, for, <laughs> wait. Buddy let's, let's, can't okay, let's, let's, let's wait a little bit for the opening day lineup. Just go to starting pitching. Give me your starting pitch rotation. That's got to be easy, right? Gotta be easy. Scooble. There you go. Manning. Oh, number one. You have no, you gotta put me. Are we putting them Manning in order? Oh, you want me to go in order? It's up to you. Do you want to go in order or not? Uh, yeah, we can. Um, go in order. Scooble. Yep. Oh. See, it's I've not seen, just me I've who struggles with this one. I've seen a lot of Maeda at two. Mize. And then Mize at three. Okay. That's just what I've seen. I see, I'm okay with that. I don't really know the order to put these guys in. Scooble, Manning, Manning at two. That's crazy. Not Manning not at two, just oh, not in order. Not in order. Manning. Where are you putting Flaherty? That he is tough because he. Yeah. Last year he sucked. Six yeah. foot four. <laughs> but two, righty, righty. two years ago he but was one of the best. He was top ten pitcher. Guys, you got to remember, it doesn't matter what happened last year. If you put him in front of Chris, Chris Fetter, the Fetter, best exactly. pitching coach in the entire major so league of baseball, that, he's going to turn out to be better than You kind of have to look at him in spring training and like, but he could end up. Being two, yeah, I mean, it could be five. Also, it's hard to say. It depends on how spring training goes. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You have you have Scooble. You have who's been right. has Maeda been recently? I forgot. I wasn't yeah, catching he's up. Been good. He had like a three five three six last year. I've okay. seen him in the two. Was good last year. I've seen him in two behind Scooble, and then you have Mize in three, Flaherty in four, and Manning in five. Yeah. That also. And then Fido in the back. Yeah, that also well. Pr- first off, that puts fighting in the back, and all number two or that puts SDL that puts SDL in the bullpen, for now. Reese Olson, and Reese Olson as well, another he, guy in the bullpen. He could be yeah, a bullpen guy. A long, a long relief pitcher. You know what I mean? Yeah. LRP. I mean, it's that's that's what it's come down to. When you have a guy like Chris Fetter who can develop this talent, this is insane, right? Because yeah. Tigers, they don't care about pitching right now. I hate to break to you, they don't no. care about pitching. You have your guys. Because that's not what we need. No, you no. need you need your hitting, and that's what's coming up. Coming I think along. they I haven't think had offense in a while. They said that Cole Keith is going to be a second baseman starting. He's looking to be the second uh, starting second baseman right now. So you have yeah. him at second, Torque at first, Torque at first, Riley Green out there in the outfield, right? Riley Green, put Parker Bias, Meadows out Bias there. Bias is short. But yeah, I, I oh God, can't stand him, dude. Holy crap. Who? Bias, yeah. bro. You know what? If zero for four with four Ks opening day. Yeah, Calling I it. don't know. Um, Four Ks on sliders, a foot and a half it's off the sad. plate. I'm. Uh, I, I'll say he, one for three, right. or I'll say one for four. I'll I'll give him one right. one fine. on base on opening day. I'll yeah. g- I say he gets on one time. Well, he's not walking. Mm-hmm. That's true. You Tyler, that. yeah. Tyler, let me tell you something. There's something I read, and I thought it was really, really uh, a good point. Is that one of the most underrated players in all the baseball? Is the guy behind the plate for the Tigers, Jake Rogers? Jake Rogers, Jake Rogers is a dog. Is a, a mashing machine, and catcher. nobody gives him credit for it. You want to talk about hitters? That's a guy that's one of the most quality, consistently powerful hitters in the entire MLB. Right? You had Eric Haas two years ago who broke out. Right? Last year Haas didn't rake no more. Rogers so batted two twenty one last year. It was, yeah, but look at that the home doesn't run matter. Numbers. Look at the home he run had numbers. Twenty one. 
That's a lot of for home runs catcher? for his. First off, that's a catcher, and number two, he was splitting reps with Eric Haas and Carson Kelly at the end of he the season. He was not last year. Mm-hmm. Haas, Haas yes, was gone was. last year. I thought Haas he was, was split with Haas was there for the first. Haas was like, there for yeah, the first half. Yeah, for the first half. Then for the tail then, end, he was then, gone. Yeah, then he left, and then we got Carson Kelly, and then they. Who's a defender? Split. You don't expect Carson Kelly to yeah. go out there and no. hit twenty home runs. But you Jake Rogers play plays great. elite defense too. Yeah, I mean Rogers is a great player. Rogers is a great player. Very underrated player. player. Very underrated player. You know, you have him. You have um. God, I can't remember who they have at third base. I think it's going to be a rotation. It's it's going to be a rotation. There's like Matt Veerling. It's going to be Veerling, McKinstry, and Abanez, and Abanez. It's going to be a rotation between all of them. And then, do you think they pull on Meadows? I mean, you got you got to consider pulling up Parker Meadows this season for that corner outfield. Meadows has to play. You have Canna. You have Canna. Yeah. Meadows is going to be out there. So what you got? So you want Meadows to be in center or left? Probably left. Yeah, he wouldn't okay, be a Okay, so then we put left. Green in center. Riley yep. Green's center. the center fielder. And then Kerry okay. Carpenter right field. Kerry Carpenter right field. That'll, well, DH. actually... Uh, actually, you can rotate those. I don't know. They're, I don't know, man. That's at, where it gets hard. At defense, like defensively, Kerry Carpenter, Mark Hanna... I, you see, here's here's what I would want to do. I would right want to take... I'd want to take Baez and put him... I know it sounds so bad, but I want to put him at DH. I don't want him to focus on anything right now besides hitting. And, and rotate. But he but doesn't do that. Well, but by, that's because the one thing he's no. good at is defense. Why would well, we hog up the DH spot when he plays good defense? He's a good, usually, de- he's know. a good defensive shortstop. Yeah, to be he's honest, a meh. He's an average defensive shortstop. No, he ha- he clutches up. He clutches shortstop. up in big plays, but, but like he lets the game he's going. I can't have that at a major league level when there's a bunch of guys underneath you that are fighting for your spot. You can't have that. But we don't have any. Who else? Who, we're gonna put a short. Gonna put rotate, short. rotate McKinstry, Abanez, and no. um, and Veerling because no. those are those are utility players. You know what Veerling I mean? Veerling would not play short. I think he could. Veerling's on the depth chart as a right fielder. Yeah, but that he okay, plays third so, base yeah. too. Let me, let me let me but give you. I'm let just me give, saying, like you do not. That's the one thing he's good I know. at. He's, that is he's the average one at best. Thing he's he's good average at. at best. Number one average and number two. Number yes, two. average at best. He's yeah. only in the MLB, but he's average at best. He's at, average at best. At defense. At defense, hundred percent. You're smoking. That's crack. a crazy take. What do you mean that's a crazy that's take? That's a nuts take. He is in. A, he is a very solid defender. Yeah, Tyler. In terms of big plays, but I saw so many times last year where where he would go to the plate and swing and miss. Next next inning, a ground ball. Give me ground ball. One of those that he Chris had nineteen Carp- errors last year. One buddy. of those that Chris Carpenter he had nineteen would- errors last year, and <laughs> did he not play in like every game? I don't know if he did. He I'm did, not sure. He played a lot. He, he played. He, played, he, played, he, played, he, played, he must have played at least 140 games. There you go. Uh, well, I don't he know. He had it's 324 attempts with 19 errors. I don't how, know. how are you saying he's an average defender? I don't know. When he can also do that and then absolutely clutch up when it counts. Yeah, but those games, man, they kill me. Those, 19 those, those are, in a season. Those man. are some. Of, those are some of the the easy ground balls that Chris Carpenter would hit okay. to us. You know what I mean? Those, those easy, ground balls were not easy. easy. All right, guys, ground ball challenge. I'm gonna. I'm. You're an eight year old kid. I'm gonna. I'm gonna drill. hit this ball as hard as I can at you. Stay down on it. And if you don't, you're running a pole. Yeah. Don't <laughs> even get me started. Zach, Zach don't me even about get poles. me started. Nightmares. <laughs> You had to deal with it for one season. Zach had to deal with season. it for three years. Yeah. And he, his dad was out there as well. So Chris wasn't the one yelling at him. It was Greg that came over. And he was like, Zachary, Zachary, stay down <laughs> on that ball, Zachary. Anyways, Ben, uh, 19 errors in a season in 2020. Yeah, you're right. He's going. Right. He had 20 in 2021. He yeah. had 26 in 2022. And he went down to 19 last year. Yeah, I know. I don't know. You're right. Um. 
I don't know. I just I want this kid to figure it out. Who did you want him to replace? Who did you want to put him there to replace? The, those utility uh, players, or McKinstry or Veerling. Well, here's here's my thing. Let me give you a name. This is what I was gonna say before. I'm gonna give you a Johnny Peralta. All right, Johnny Peralta was a major defender at the shortstop position for the Tigers years and years ago. They needed him to switch. They needed him to go to left field, and he balled out there. Guys, I understand outfield and infield are two completely different positions, but these utility players who play both infield and outfield are accustomed to that already. The yeah. whole the whole thing that they have to learn is just the mental side of the game. All right, and realistically, if you have a coach. That screams at you every time you make a mistake and makes you run. You're gonna learn pretty fast if you know what I mean. You know what I mean, Zach? Mostly. <laughs> you know what I mean, Tyler? You know what I'm talking about? Of course. <laughs> uh, Novak, when you when you were younger, man, you were probably playing. You were playing on the crush. You were probably having a grand old time. You know, like coaches were there. It's okay, man. It's okay. You watch the third strike. I'm not harping on you whatsoever. I'm just saying that's the kind of culture that the crush had. They never yelled at us. You gotta, ever. Wow. You, gotta, you gotta understand if That's if crazy. we watched a third strike, oh my god. You didn't it hear was the end of horrible. it. What it if was he got horrible. buckled what if he got buckled and there was like nothing you could do? Uh uh-uh. uh. You 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 would not nope, there was back one to time the dugout and then Teddy's dad would be standing <laughs> in the corner. Arms crossed, muttering to himself. Take it, like, Lucas. You can't hit a curveball. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't use that language on there. No, but you was like, dang it, Lucas. You can't say what he said. Hit a curveball. But it, it oh didn't make God. you feel good about yourself. <laughs> no, nah, it made you feel not too great. Oh, my God. It was horrible. It was horrible. There Every was one time. practice there with was, the ground yeah. balls. Oh, my God. The ground ball challenge. <laughs> this, is, this is a topic for – got to do this next week, man. This is a topic for a whole other episode of Cheap Seats where we just go back and tell stories about our old baseball careers. All right, anyways, we might get to that next week if we do have an episode. We might not. We don't know. We don't know yet. We're going to talk about it, and we'll let everybody know. For everybody here, though, for Aiden Novak, Tyler Clausen, Zachary Hayes on the audio board, and my name is Ben Shittle. Thank you, boys, for joining us. Thank you for everyone tuning in on Wednesday morning. Farewell, folks.